Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save 25 bucks. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. While supplies last. Offer ends 83120. It's that little chico pit boomer, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide. You already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from negative to positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at negative to positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken and you know, that's fire. Now, Babo, you know that you could get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on negative to positive, we always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from negative to positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Wrestling Sheet Smackdown Recap. Don't adjust your computer screen. Well, the brightness, I guess. I guess that's not really a thing. But, yes, I'm not here with John Roca as normally he is out for the day. But I am here with my usual Wrestling Sheet Radio co-host, Jamie Iovine. Welcome to the Smackdown Recap, Jamie. I like the recap set. It is nice. <laughs> and I wish I had newspapers. Yeah. You know, I, wish, I feel like we have, I mean, not newspapers, just papers. I feel like we needed our notes because we're at a desk, <laughs> I call it an anchor desk. Already with the, the this this is why I don't let Jamie on the nice set. He he is relegated to the podcast room. It's just yes. too fancy for him. You Ooh, know? don't ask me back here again. I'll come in, I'll come in an outfit. He's gonna, next time you're gonna come in a full yeah. <laughs> full suit, Big ready hair. to go. <laughs> Oh, okay, well, uh, last night's SmackDown was obviously an eventful SmackDown, uh, not only because we're on the road to WrestleMania, but just, like, stuff went down. Stuff really went down last night, and it, uh, so, but, but the show kicked off with, it seemed, but, but I'm sorry okay, to yeah. cut you off, it seemed like a go-home show, did right? it not? I, I saw someone tweet and say, like, oh, maybe this next week is going to be all recap. And I was like, well, no, they're obviously not going to have that be all recap. There's still a whole week of programming. Yeah, there's a go-home show. Yeah, yeah, there's going to be a WrestleMania go-home show for sure still. And, yeah, it it very much did. Uh, yeah. And we're going to get to the Charlotte stuff. We're going to get to the Kofi stuff. But overall, did you like the show? It was really good. Um, I, hmm, I'm i trying to think if there was any downsides that I was looking at or any, or any parts I fast-forwarded. Um. I did fast forward 
the um, uh, the uh, sh- I mean, if we're gonna, I mean, I'm not gonna really go into it. I'm just yeah. gonna make just the overall consensus. Generally. Yeah, the general, oops, the general uh, consensus was I loved the whole show. The whole show had great drama from front to back. I mean, I, I mean, we're differing opinions on the thing, but I'm I'm loving the Kurt Angle farewell tour. Is uh, it's you know it's a nice send off for me. But um, I did fast forward a little bit of the Oscar uh, Charlotte match, not because I didn't want to see it, but because I had already known what the result was. You and, guys pulled it for yourself on Twitter, yeah. And I, you know, I it, as much as yeah. Charlotte having the SmackDown belt makes it a little more interesting going in, which is already, I mean, how can you make it even more interesting? It's already at its peak. But um, I was kind of hoping for a good uh, spot for Asuka on the Mania card. And and just being a realistic fan and seeing how the storylines go and how WrestleMania has been booked in the past, I mean, yes, it was kind of the writing was on the wall that, she wasn't going to have a, sp- a spot on Mania, but now she doesn't even have a belt going into Mania. So I was kind of bummed about that. I'm an Oscar fan, but just by and all, I mean, I'd give it a 8.5, 9 out of 10. Yeah, I, you know? that's, I, think that's a, I think that's a fair rating right there. Well, before we get into the deeper dive of the Oscar-Charlotte conversation, let's go to the beginning of the show. Let's start off uh, where SmackDown start off, and that's with New Day. Uh, they came <laughs> out. I'm, uh, I'm Also, I'm reading the... This was my favorite part of the show. Yeah, this was great. The opening segment was the best. One of so the better good. ones. I've seen in quite some time. Vince was peak Vince here. Oh, the wah, wah, wah. Oh, my <laughs> God. I, I think I've watched it 150 times. Yeah, I've I watched it so many times, too. Uh, but but uh, I real fast, actually, before I jump in, I want to say that the recap... Uh, the, the, that I'm that I'm reading to help here is from ProWrestling.net, so I don't want it to sound like I'm like plagiarizing anyone's words or anything here. Some of the things I'm reading are from theirs. Normally, Roca does the recap, so he handles that part of things. But I love ProWrestling.net, and they've got great recaps in, in text there. So I'm I'm going to be reading some of their recap here. But it started off with New Day. They came out. Um, and, you know, Biggie talks about them being together for almost five years and how they've gone from New Day Sucks to, to New Day Rocks. And, um, you know, and then Woods talks about how it's been a hell of an experience. <clears throat> and they talk about all the obstacles being put in their way and how, you know, Kofi's done all this stuff for 11 years, but he's being held back. And, and Kofi lives the power of positivity. Um, but they've all been thinking about quitting. And so they yeah. call out Vince McMahon. And so then Vince McMahon comes out in classic Vince swagger. Like, he's very cocky mood. He's, like, almost happy to be there to, like, say something. And, and he does the thing that you love that I love that everyone loved where he's like, oh, you're going to quit. you going to quit. Go ahead, quit. Because I don't think that would have sounded any good if it had been anybody else. Like, that raspy voice saying, wah, 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 was the, oh, my God. It made me laugh so I hard. was dying. No, no, I was done. I, honestly, I it was one of those situations where I had to stop myself from making a hundred different memes out of it because I had so many funny ideas from it. it. I, I, I laughed every time I watched that clip. He, it's in rare because it's it's not rare for me because he does this often, but it's always good. There's a difference between Vince when he's going out and he has to like make a statement about like a charity or a WrestleMania attendance or something. But then there is when he's having fun, which is because I mean it's clear that he loves the New Day. He uses them for everything. And I mean, I've always thought it was interesting because sometimes it's it's interesting the way Vince perceives himself and how the company writes for him. And maybe he writes his stuff as well. But it's almost like he takes the rumor that he's racist and uses it. Like he's, well, that's clearly what was on display. Yeah, here. he like uh, like racist Vince is an interesting character to me because back then when Vince was first a heel, like the whole Brett screwed Brett, then when the first inklings of the Mister McMahon with Stone Cold started to come out, the whole basis was okay. We think he keeps our the guys we want down, and that he screws people. So let's use that. But now it's that add on that he's a Trump guy, racist. And that's also being – it's just another, it's a very, it's another variation of his heel character. But and they it, played it in a smart way where it's not like they've outwardly said that. No. It's just like, well, how else are you supposed to take the fact that he really doesn't want this black guy who's earned the shot multiple times to not be in the world title match at WrestleMania for no explained reason? It's a great way to have your cake and eat it too. I mean it's a great way to go out there and play a racist character without getting in trouble for it. Absolutely. It was the smartest <laughs> yeah. way to play something like that. You know, they've learned in the past, I think, when they did uh, – 
the whole real American thing with with Jack Swagger, mm-hmm. and they people kind of took it seriously. Remember, I, I remember when I was at TMZ, they did that video where they had to like they started in character and then they stepped out of character for a second, and they were like, "We're playing characters, like yeah. these are not." Remember that video that they did to kind of explain that they're not racist? Yeah, I feel like they learned their lesson from being real outward about it. And in today's culture, they know that this is something they have to tiptoe. And, I, and like you said, you know, I I learned something in writing a long time ago, mainly for the site where you know when I was writing for when I first started writing like in news and it was like I know that everyone someone told me like you know everyone's gonna say this one thing because you wrote this but like because of that you don't have to say it like you can play it down the middle and let everyone else react how they're gonna react but you can just play it down the middle because they're gonna get what this was for they're gonna mm-hmm. get what was saying here and i think that's the very same thing with vince going on here it's like you don't need to say vince you're a racist you just need to plant these little seeds to make it feel real were you i was a little confused about, i mean i want to know your opinion on this i was a little confused because and this is just about my own hardware problems i'm sling for some reason whenever dvrs it sometimes screws up the order in which they're listed so i have to sometimes surf, sift through different recordings to find the right one and I was looking for this most recent one when I get home from work and the intro was the new day coming out, but like doing the regular new day entrance. And I thought this couldn't be it. Why would they be happy? You know, like they did a few things of of questionable nature in that regard last night, like that. And since we won't really fully get into it, um, that and having Becky stand by his side later in the night when he was watching the tag team gauntlet, I was just kind of like, why would she be doing that? Like, she's supposed to be the man. She's supposed to be, like, tough Becky Lynch. Like, why is she out there with just all the other faces? Like, she's supposed to be, you know, she told John Cena to go screw himself, basically, when he was trying to be her homie. Why is she friends with all the other faces now? I see what you mean. So there's a little inconsistency with her being alone. Yeah, she was kind of like the tough, like, and remember the, when, this, when all this really kicked off, it was like, she was, like, talking shit to everybody. Faces, heels, it was like, now all of a sudden she's just like, pumped in the ring with everybody yeah. i was kind of confused and it was the same thing with with the new day being all positivity out when they first came out yeah i mean like because you would think that they would walk to the ring in a somber totally attitude, you know absolutely and i mean even biggie doing the oh like why would he do that like that's if he's mad at the company and would want to leave why would you perform at like like you're like it's an everyday work but i don't know <laughs> I'm with you in that regard. Those are the minor details that bug, mm-hmm. sometimes bug me too, um, and and it's it's partly what. And I know their heels and blah blah blah, but it's partly what bo- bothered me with the tag team gauntlet too was they never really explained why these guys would not want would 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 want to be would want to win this match besides New Day. Like New Day had a reason to want to win this match. I didn't understand why all these other teams wouldn't want Kofi in the main event. It shows that they'll have a chance to be in the main event one day, like Rusev and Nakamura and all those guys. And I get it, their heels, but like, I was kind of like in my head, like there's really no motivation here. Um, well, I, uh, I, I don't really, I don't know if I agree with that one because, to me, whenever Vince is involved, it doesn't matter what their motivations is. It's like the boss telling yeah, them. Yeah, he's to like, do. you have to go beat these guys. That makes sense. Yeah. That, that makes sense. Okay, so then we had. Um, so Vince came out. Uh, let's see. The way, way, way. The way, way, way thing happened. Oscar, no? uh, so then, no, so he said, uh, he told Coke. So then Daniel Bryan is also there. Um, oh, yeah. Also, one of the highlight, one of the highlights of that promo is when Daniel said, "Like they're not going to quit, and if they do quit, you just call three up, call three other guys up from NXT, and we'll call them. Uh, what did he say? Uh, afternoon, fresh afternoon. Yes, fresh afternoon. <laughs> that was so yeah. funny. I I was dying at that idea. At that I, when he said that, I was just like, oh my god, that was such a good line. It's funny, Dan. I don't. Daniel is. I mean, he's not always hilarious, but. Um, I guess when he's more relaxed, he is because I mean, when he was, when we got, I mean, when he was a GM, he got, he really had to stretch his, I mean, really had to work his, his vocal muscles, you know, I mean, that's all he had to do. And uh, we got some funny stuff, but I mean, I think a lot of it was also like he was treading water. Like, you know, he's like, I really wish I could be wrestling right now. But now, I mean, that Daniel's getting everything we want. I mean, he's part of the most, in my opinion, and I've said this on Twitter, and I think it's true. I think it's the most important angle in wrestling right now. Oh, absolutely. Not just wrestling. Well, I think the women argue is also there. Yes. They're both really on par with each other. To be honest with you, I'm pumped and you're going too. It's one of the things I'm most excited about is both of those things. Like, 
I'm going to see Kobe Kingston probably win the world title, and I'm going to probably, and I'm going to, I'm definitely going to see women main event WrestleMania. Like that's pretty cool. And you can argue the different, like oh, The Rock, Booker T, but this is the first time really that we're crowning uh, not half, not mixed, fully African American champion at WrestleMania. At WrestleMania, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you could, I mean, because well, Booker T is was, full black, and and it's but, I mean, but but he but the title he won, I feel like, is comparable to the title that Kofi Kingston. But won it was in. never. But the WWE title has always been the WWE title. It's like yeah, but it, the Universal title is the number one title in the company right now. No, okay, but but. Yeah, you can argue that it's the most popular. I mean, yeah, right now it is. So it's similar to when but, Booker T won it. But yes and no, because the WWE title still has its record and it still has its champions underneath it. And other so than that the ro- lineage, yeah, the lineage and the past people who won it because they haven't erased it. It's not like it's a new name. It's a new like title. No, it's the same title. And I mean, until they make it blue, which <laughs> which is what we've been hearing that they might. And uh, but I, I, that's a big deal to me. Because that that lineage, that belt specifically, the Austin, the Rock, you know, Shawn Michaels, we're finally getting a, a like but that. Is that that belt? Yeah, it's, it's a WWE Championship. But but isn't the universe? If you trace that history from back, that belt those, back, okay, all right, all right, the all belt, right. yeah, all right, but. All right, I see your point, but I think it's muddy because of the fact that it's not the number one title in the company. I've just never you, – you've never seen an African-American with that belt before. You just haven't. Or, I mean, not with – I mean, not – of course, you haven't seen many people with that belt. And, but, um, I get your sentiment. I understand what you're trying to say. No, yeah, I, and I do I've think just, it's important. I absolutely do think it's important. Just like I think the women main event is important. They're, they're both important. No questions asked. Yeah. Uh, okay, so moving on was uh, Becky Lynch interview. And Becky Lynch – She's talking about what Charlotte brought to the table and being like the backstage, interview. the backstage interview. She's Back, like, well, what, what, did, what you know, I'm, I'm the Royal Rumble winner. Charlotte, or, you know, Ronda is the raw women's champion. What is Charlotte really bringing to the table? And, and Charlotte's music hit. She comes out and she's, she's going to show the crowd how deserving she is to be in this match. So then it comes back from break. Oscar makes her entrance. And then they randomly announce when she gets in the ring that it's a title match. Before we get into this match, uh, let's talk about a few things there. Uh, one, they had already announced prior to the show that there was going to be a four-way to determine who was going to wrestle Asuka for the women's title. I didn't know that. At WrestleMania. Oh, you didn't know that? I, if I if you had written it, I didn't. I forgot it. Well, it I, I, I actually didn't until last night because I didn't. I don't usually write every single match announcement. But yeah, but after SmackDown, I mean, I after saw- SmackDown last week, they said it was going to be Mandy versus Sonya versus Carmella versus Naomi, and the winner well, was going to face Asuka at WrestleMania for the women's title. Because I saw the poll that somebody, either you or somebody, put up like, who would you prefer to challenge Oscar? And I thought that was just based off of like the four people who were just like available. Oh no, no, like, no, no! And uh, I didn't know that they were actually yeah. planning on a four-way. No, it was fully like announced and everything. Like it was fully a thing until this happened. And so then, so and also, there was zero. I, I, like I like that Charlotte won the title here, and we're gonna discuss it, but. I didn't like that there was zero explanation of where the match went that they announced, why it went away, and how Charlotte suddenly got a title shot. And it seems like those four found out the same way we did. <laughs> Pretty much. Because they all reacted on social media like, oh, okay, like, bummer, okay, well, uh-huh. And, and so, not, this isn't a knock to anybody on the roster, and I'm not trying to make anybody feel bad. Please believe that. But... It's just, I mean, two-hour show, three-hour show, you get your match cut, it sucks, but you understand. This is going to be like an eight-hour show, and you don't have a match on the card, you got to feel like shit. Well, here's my thing. Okay, here's my question. I'm not saying I'm not saying you should feel like shit. I would feel like shit. Be like, yo, there's all this time, and you couldn't find something for me to do? Well, they're going to be in the rum, or sorry, in the Battle Royal. They'll be in the Battle Royal, obviously. Here's my thing. Would you rather... Okay, so we'll get into it. Oscar, Charlotte, they wrestle. Charlotte wins. Charlotte's mm-hmm. now the SmackDown. And this champion. is the second time she's beat her this this way. Yes, this, this is how she beat her at WrestleMania. Yes. Okay, 
here's my thing. I feel like they weren't really building any. We're a week away from from WrestleMania. Oh, I, I agree. There was and zero there was, build. There wasn't really anything being built up anyway. So in my opinion, it's like, would I prefer a meaningless Oscar match on the card? Just to get her on the card in a four-way match that Mandy's probably going to win? Or do you strengthen your rest, your first women's main event by having both brands' champions walk in and the scrappy underdog who's going up against them? I feel like it's a better visual in the long run when you go back and this WrestleMania is played in the history books as the first WrestleMania main event. You've got... The the Charlotte the, the what WWE wants you've got Ronda what like you know the 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 average fan wants to see you know and then you've got Becky who's just like the wrestling fans the number one pick you know and I feel like coming in like that champion champion and underdog it's like such a good visual I thought they should have gone in as I, they should have had them both be champion all along in my opinion because it would have been a better build than the crutches and all the obstacles if they had just been like look at we're the top three women in the industry and we're gonna so is the title still just for the raw championship i believe so i mean the visuals there but it's kind of like okay but it's not on the line you know it's well but but okay and i get that but at the end of the day let's say ronda (laughs) is leaving right ronda is taking a hiatus yeah so then really like there's no- you're just really and I'm not saying you're wrong for this but you're really building towards that four, that that four That's that, not even that- what I was going to say. Not even that four horsemen Corton call which I do think would be a good way to end the show. I mean like the female version of Eddie and and Chris mm-hmm. Benoit. I, but what I was going to say is to me it's like you get you, if one of the people in that main event is leaving afterwards, you don't gain as much. And yeah. so now you're going to have two people that are in the match that are now going to be the cornerstones of Ron SmackDown going forward for the next year. And I feel like, you know, Charlotte doesn't get pinned in that match. If she makes Ronda tap out and she becomes a champion, you instantly have uh, a match a year ahead of time built out that you could build towards the two, the two women that are basically the two Titans of the two show that main event at WrestleMania that neither of them pin the other words, uh, the other them. I don't know why it is, but this week more specifically than any other week, I had the feeling it's not a huge feeling. It's very, it's, it's a light speculation that neither Rhonda or Becky wins. And there's, it, because you know they they like they I mean everybody thought last year was going to be Roman Reigns's like big coronation and everybody expects this year to be Becky's big coronation something could happen I don't know what I mean how crazy would it be if Ronda pulled a Brock and just like stayed on for a couple more months like it, it wouldn't oh it wouldn't shock me at all it, it just only recently did that really like huh it's maybe it's not as sewn up as you would have thought I I completely agree with you in that regard but I think that there's been so many obstacles they throw in the way, like, and you're not going to get that kind of moment again. Yeah, they they could, in theory, give it to Charlotte, but why would you rob the crowd of that moment? Like, similar to Chris Benoit and Eddie, like everyone remembers that it's such a thing that everyone looks so, looks back on so fondly, and. I just, you know, regardless of what happened afterwards of Chris Benoit, it's still a moment that everyone remembers in wrestling. And so I feel like, yes, the curtain call thing does just make the most sense to me. And I honestly think that that picture, that moment, would have looked a lot less cool if there had been one person standing there without a title belt. And I do think that that's way more important at the end of the day than, than... preserving Asuka's title reign that really hasn't been that stellar, not because of Asuka, but because of the booking. Mm-hmm. And also, at the end of the day, like, look at their prestigious things, but their props to, to, to help people get over more. And now there's no one that can say, like, oh, Charlotte doesn't deserve to be in the match. No, she's the champion, the other champion. Yeah, and... um I, and please don't think that I thought that I was holding out for a like a dope middle of the show Oscar match with whoever. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, yeah, if anything, they did. If they did that fatal four way, it would probably end up very early in the show, if not on the pre show. A hundred percent. And I was expecting that fully. Um, it's just you probably would have missed it anyways. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but um, but 
I just, I, I, it's just the cons. I, and I don't know. They've done this before, and then they brought him back up. I don't know where they're going with Oscar. It's it's kind of frustrating that they've. I mean, yeah, taking the title offer, I'm it it kind of irritated me, but I was like, okay, I see the greater good for this. But I just really hope that it's the same thing with Bray, and I really hope that whatever, whenever he is brought back, that it's completely different. He's looking clean. I mean, that, yeah, that he's, he's, got. he's got a new haircut, new tr- he's, he's looking trim, and um, you know, he's got. I mean, it's got to be for a reason. Hopefully, you know? and um, we keep saying that in terms of everything he's been doing, though, and mm-hmm. it just turns into like he's just like, bored. I just you got to think the day after WrestleMania is going to be something. You got to think. I but hope. Anyway, um, to answer your question about Oscar, though, but uh, I was, oh, sorry, but to go off of what he was, what I was saying about Bray. There was a point where there was no return with Bray, which is kind of around the Randy Orton loss at WrestleMania, which is like, I mean, you can't, it's kind of beyond the point of no return, which is like, he can't be taken seriously anymore. And I'm worried. I don't think it's happened yet, but it's close with Oscar because it seems like they don't know what to do with her. I would, and I don't know if this would help either, but like, and I'm not, I'm also not going to pretend to be some kind of like. Japanese wrestling historian, but I've seen all the pictures and gifts or whatever of of uh, Asuka back when she was Kana mm-hmm. with all the like crazy clown looking makeup where she looks real scary. Looking. Oh, when she got to be real, like when she was actually like, like when, bad guy version. Yeah. Uh, that would be dope if they let her do something like that and kind of let her play off of that a little bit. I yeah. feel like that would be something that they could they could get a little, sink their teeth into a little more. I did think that, and I thought you know the only way really out of this is a heel turn. Mm-hmm. You know, like I mean, where else would you go with this? She's never really been healed to my no. recollection in WWE. No, she's just been Oscar and the Killer, the undefeated Oscar. Yeah, you know, and they haven't really given her anything else other than that. And I mean, there is. It's like I said, it's not too late for her. There's still a way to build her back up. But I just, it, you know, uh, and I, I'm not trying to say that it's a wrap for Bray. He could totally come back and be something and reinvent himself. But. I, it, but you know, it's it, in that current incarnation of follow the buzzards, the hat, the fedora, the 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 um, the lantern. I think that's I think that's run its course. I would really like to see him come back just as a uh, similar to Rowan, where mm-hmm. it's like much more just like a version of himself. You know, I feel like Bray Wyatt himself is is charismatic. I feel like, and it, it, it's similar enough to his character where he could blend the two a little bit. And I would like to see that. I feel like it would be something and, and like a face run of some sort, like where his almost like his cactus Jack. I mean, he's got the speed. He's got the, he, he's got the look. I don't know what, I mean, we've talked about this ad nauseum. <laughs> so back to the, the Charlotte thing though, <sighs> do you feel, do you, people were big mad. People were big, big mad that she uh, that she won. Oscar's buried. Charlotte didn't need it. Well, Do you feel like a lot of that was was misplaced? Well, I think a lot of it was. You know, Becky's tweet about it didn't help anything. No, it, it did not. It didn't help any. Not like, at all. Be- like Becky, Becky right now is the voice of the WWE universe right now, yeah. and I'm not saying she's the sole voice, but she's a big one. Yeah, and. Right now, and so a lot of people, uh, she's going to say what a lot of people are thinking, and also she's going to say shit that a lot of people are going to back. And she, one thing that she has constantly said about both things is that Ronda Rousey is scared, and that she, everything she says is manufactured. That's one thing she keeps saying about Ronda, which is fine. But one thing she keeps saying about Charlotte is that she doesn't belong here, that she doesn't deserve to be here, that the only reason that she's here is because she's Ric Flair's daughter. Yep, and. She says that repeatedly, like over and over again. And then you just get this, which doesn't help against that argument. And yeah, I, I, that's <laughs> my only issue. Is I wish they had explained it because it doesn't help that. No. Like if anything, to me, I'm like, okay, good. It's a good idea to visually everything makes sense. Get the curtain called the end, blah, blah, blah. But yes, I will, but I will say if you're looking to, uh, Squash the shoehorn Charlotte thing. You should probably explain how she got shoehorned into this random title match when four other women had a title shot, uh, had an opportunity ahead of her. But also, at the end of the day, when it is a writing thing, I do understand that like she's not probably she, she's probably not going to get pinned or submitted in the match. She's going to go back to SmackDown still as champion, and now she has five opponents 
waiting in line. Yeah, you got Oscar, Carmella, Naomi, Mandy, Sonia. Yeah, it's uh, but you got to understand that when the fans are looking at this as a, just as a ba- bare ba- bare bones viewing, she's been shoehorned twice now. You know, with the WrestleMania match and then this title match randomly two weeks before WrestleMania. Yeah, but I just. <laughs> When you say you, you can't say that other, you, you can't say that she wasn't shoehorned at least once. I get what you're saying, <laughs> but at the end of the, I, I guess like I just, and maybe this is my problem is I, as much as I am suspending my disbelief when I'm watching the television program, like I'm, I also know that it's still a television program. So like when I watch it, I'm thinking like, oh, these are story beats they're trying to tell or blah blah. So I never, I don't look at it as like a. Ugh, they're trying to screw the fans by putting Charlotte. In I don't the match. think that's the way either, and I don't. Th- and I think people who say that it's going to be the match is going to suffer for that because Charlotte's in. I don't believe that. I, I, not at all. That's silly to think. Um, that's a silly. The person who told me that celebrities don't belong on WrestleMania cards, and I was like, uh, they've all had wrestle. They've all had celebrities since on the them. beginning. Since the beginning, that was the and really that was the whole the point. The point of the first one. <laughs> It's the only way they sold it. Yeah, I know. I was like so confused when that guy said that. But um, I, I, I mean, like, I understand what people are saying. I don't think the match is going to suffer. If anything, it's going to be greater because they there's so many different dancing partners in there, and also it's kind of going to benefit because as good as Ronda Rousey got, and as quickly as she took to it. She hasn't really had to compete for like 25, 30 minutes yet. No. You know, like, and this is going to be a test. Yeah. And Becky and Charlotte are going to be able to help her out. And the, the first women's main event is a big deal. Like, you have to, sh- like, if, if it doesn't live up to the expectation, it's going to be tough. It's going to make it real, really difficult to get back there. Really difficult to get back there, in my opinion. So, yeah. That's- and you know, it's going to have to go at least 20 minutes, at least. Oh, at least, right? You yeah. think? I was Without entrances. 30. Without entrances. I've heard they're going to have some dope. I've heard well, that, the Joan Jett announcement is amazing. And yeah, but I've heard like Charlotte's going to have a dope entrance, too. Like She's going to have a whole WrestleMania-worthy entrance, Triple H style. Just Tiesto remixing her theme song. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so moving on was AJ Styles versus Kurt Angle, or what was going to be our, what was going to be AJ Styles versus Kurt Angle. They fought for... Uh, like two minutes, something like that. It was only two minutes? I thought it was longer. No, I'm looking here. It says the match ended in a no contest at 2.33. Uh, it was an action-packed two minutes. There was a lot of shit that happened in that two minutes. Ooh, I mean, yeah. Okay. Tell us about it. What you th- You liked it. You're into it. Um, I'm not saying each – look, and we've talked about this on the group chat with me and the other guys. It's I'm not like – I'm not – you know, these matches haven't been amazing. And Kurt isn't – really at the point of his life where he can do those matches. I mean, I was watching people uploading matches from his first initial run in TNA where he's doing running flips off of the stage onto like the floor, like against guys. You got the best. Yeah. I mean, granted he's probably on like 30 Vicodin at the time, but, <laughs> yeah. but I mean, he, it's so crazy to see what he used to do. And when you see him move now, it's almost like a different person. But that's granted because his neck has been fused 400 times. And I he's know, but like, that's my problem with it. Like, man, I love Kurt Angle so much. So it, it pains me to see him do an angle slam that looks rough. Like, it, like I was worried for him while he was doing it. Like, it was... It's real rough. And I almost think they saw how rough that Samoa Joe match looked on Monday. As much as they tried to get through it, as much as Joe carried him, um, it was it was tough. And so I think that's why they made this match so short. It kept it really mat-based with submissions and all that kind of stuff to kind of slow it down before Randy came in. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, right now... He's 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 done. He, he he should stop. And he's had an incredible career. Very, I mean, probably unparalleled. Probably, un, I mean, I don't think anybody for a long time is going to have this career that he had, including his extracurricular stuff as well. But yeah, it's time to hang it up. And I'm not. And the reason why I'm enjoying it is because I'm not. Of course, it would be so much better if they could deliver. Of course, but. You know, Kurt has given so much to the world of professional wrestling. And if they're going to give him this, you know, 
originally he was gonna originally he was gonna retire and that was gonna be it on TNA and we wouldn't have seen him again. But this way we're getting. A lot of the guys that he worked with in TNA, and they're going to have these one-offs, and then he's going to finish. I'd like to think not against Baron Corbin because the way they've been talking about it and the way they've been like acknowledging that people are pissed about it, I, you got to think John's going to come out and do. Especially since there's no mention of John either yeah. now. They kind of were like talking about him on SmackDown, but it went away. I mean, he's US on title. all the promotional stuff. He's on like he's on some internet things. He's on some. My guess is that he. I'm hoping that he beats Baron Corbin quickly. And then Cena's like, you really want to comes out in yellow pants and is like, you really want to go out like that? Or you want to go you out? You think he's going to come out in yellow pants? Dude, if he comes out in the yellow pants, people <laughs> would come on. Come wow. on. I mean, I don't get why, but. Because it'd be like the throwback. Isn't that what he was wearing <laughs> when he came out in that? And when he, when, he, yeah, the challenge, when he answered the challenge? Yeah, but then, I don't know. I don't think it's necessary. Dude, I- <laughs> have him in the yellow pants. Come on, dude. You got to do full circle with it. I mean, I don't think he... I mean, if I were to have him do it, I don't think the Baron Corbin match would even start. I just think, like, Baron Corbin would come out. Cena just gives him an AA off the stage while before he even walks down to the <laughs> ring. <laughs> and says that's like ruthless aggression or yeah. something like that. And takes, you got to throw that line in. It's got to be used in some and way. I agree, too. The there. ruthless aggression line needs to be used. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Yeah. I just don't think the match with Baron even starts. I think I think he comes up. People are booed. Like, there's a whole tease that the match is about to start. Gina's. Uh, Gina's. Cena's music hits. <laughs> Gina. That's George Cena. John Gina. Uh, John Gina. Uh, <laughs> and um, and then that's what happens. I hope that's what happens too. And, at this point, and you know what the reason and the reason why again I'm going back to why I'm saying I don't hate it as much as you would because I know what it is. I'm not expecting greatness out of it. I don't and hate this it. Is, and I, if, I don't hate it. It's just hard to watch. It is a little difficult to watch at some points. Yes, you want to see Kurt doing yeah. the moonsault. You want to see him being able to move a little faster, doing like the like. Whoa! Yeah, yeah. he didn't even do that. No, and um, and you know, I mean, this way, I mean, think about it. We're finally, finally, finally. I guess we got it at the when when he was with Ronda Rousey, but we're getting the full Kurt Angle entrance. But I mean, for a single, we're finally gonna get it. Yeah, we're gonna get a full like pyro. Yeah, they're gonna let him go out. He has to go out with the like. Yeah, he has to. He has to, and. And, you know, Cena, you know, if they do pull the trigger, whether it be with Corbin, whether it be with Cena, it's not going to be a barn burner. It's not. It'll no. probably be the segment will probably be 20 minutes max. It'll, It'll probably, be similar to Undertaker's match. Yeah, there'll probably be some like five to eight minutes of Gaga, like nonsense. And then the match will start. And then, yeah, it'll be over. All right. Well, let's move topics here. Let's move to face Miz. Miz opened his promo saying that. Shane lit a fire in him that he didn't even know existed. Uh, he wants to rip him limb by limb. Uh, he said that Shane brought emotion out of him that he had never experienced in his 13-year career. It's crazy that Miz has had a 13-year career at this point and not slowing down anytime soon. That's like That's the credit. I mean, it's what he said on that one talking smack. It's the way he works. Yep. Uh, so then he cuts a promo. Then he then he or continues promo. And then he challenges Shane to a false count anywhere match. I felt like this match didn't necessarily. Well, yes and no. Shane obviously works better in a hardcore setting, so I, I yes. get it for that reason. This this allows Shane to jump off of something very high somewhere, yes. and win. But I kind of felt like I, I liked that there wasn't going to be a lot of hardcore matches because it, then I felt like the Batista Triple H match would feel more special because it was going to be the only one on the card. But also, it's an eight hour show, so if they split them up early on, one's early, one's later, Batista later, I'm sure it won't be that big of a deal. I'm a little – there's something that kind of jabs me in the wrong way about the Miz and Shane's feud. And, again, I guess maybe they – I mean, the whole initial turn, which everybody thought was going to be Miz, but then it ended up being Shane. Um, with Miz, if he had turned, you kind of don't really need a reason. He's the Miz. He's done it five times already to his past opponent. I mean, partners. I needed a little more reason with Shane. I need because you know it's been years since he's been a, a heel. You know, I mean, almost a decade. And the whole thing that I just got tired of him riding my coat. Like, it's not enough for me. It really wasn't. And his and these past like segments, like oh, I beat up your dad, so that's why that's so 
that's mostly the reason. Or oh, I have sanity and the cologne's protecting me. Like yeah. that's not not even the me. both of them. One cologne. <laughs> <laughs> there was one cologne. Um, no, I honestly, I'm so with you. I I was saying the same thing last week. Actually, on the other side of it, I was saying that, and I agree with you on the Shane side of things, but also for me with the Miz on the on the exact other side of it. There's been nothing that Miz has done to make me feel like he's shown an act of heroism or done anything really for me to want to cheer him, knowing his history and even knowing how the the whole feud played out. He was the annoying one in that whole feud. So I didn't really understand. I didn't feel like there's been enough done to make me cheer for Miz or to boo for Shane. I feel like it's kind of all together there. Yeah, it is really weird. Um, there's And also this has been going for like eight months now too. Yeah, um... Again, maybe the wrong guy turned heel. I mean, would this match have suffered as much if the roles were reversed? I don't think so. Um, I, I, especially how, with how muddy the uh, the roles are right now. It's just literally when Shane, the day after Shane turned on him at uh, Fastlane and then came out and talked and said why, I was like, this is very generic. Like, this is what a lot of people said. Like, it's why Cass turned on Enzo. It's why Mojo turned on Zack Ryder. It's like when we don't have a good reason, we, it's like, I got tired of carrying the weight. It's like, oh, it's, it's like. Your mother made a mistake, yeah. you know, by impregnate, getting impregnated or whatever. You know, it's like, it's very boilerplate. It's very, like, okay, we get it, you mm-hmm. know. Like, I, I Honestly, I was saying to Roku last week, I only think I think the only reason they turned Miz's face was to see if Miz and Mrs. will get better ratings if Miz when they're is a good, good guy. guy. Yeah. More people will want to watch while he's a good guy. Those, Which makes sense. That's 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 my guess in all of this. So, yeah, you didn't really enjoy this segment either, right? No, I don't. I don't, I don't they're not giving me a reason to carry it. I'm completely with you there. Um, okay, so then we got into... The gauntlet match. Uh, we got uh, Woods and Biggie starting off the match against uh, Gallows and Anderson. Mm-hmm. And this part just, just man, if there's any confirmation in my opinion that the reports about Gallows and Anderson are true, it was this. Let me put it this way. You know the 30-second skip on Apple TV's? I was skipping through the commercials, and it was the last commercial, and I pressed 30-second skip, and maybe once or twice too many times. But the match, <laughs> Which was, but, one tends to do. But they had already been pinned. Yeah, I'm looking here. I had to rewind it. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> You're not wrong. It says here in, the, in this uh, ProWrestling.net write-up, New Day defeated Gallows and Anderson at 55 seconds. 55 seconds. This match had so much time. So much time. Uh, what? Like, I, I couldn't believe it. It, it. it boggled my mind the way they have just completely botched everything related to Gallows and Anderson. Gallows is so huge. He's well-liked backstage. What did he do to Vince? To Did he, like, shit in Vince's cereal or something? It's something like, about any of the tag teams that want to be better but split. if you're a tag team and you speak up in that company you're 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 it's a bad sign for you it's a bad omen but they're like really good soldiers it's always seemed like i don't yeah i mean they've never really i mean as opposed to and when i say they speak up it's not like they've been complaining about their spot consistently i mean if anything in the past year like a year ago they were saying yeah we're not getting booked all that well but our pay- our paychecks are still yeah, yeah. yeah. look how many shirts we're selling we don't care yeah like, whatever. Like they were flat out said that last year i mean crazy how much a year changes in a year but um they don't even really say that much on not social media really, now they're no. pretty positive and gallows doesn't say shit no but um it's I mean, go, if you could, I mean, if you want to compare them between the issue, I mean, the two tag teams right now that seem to be unhappiest in the WWE are the Revival and uh, and uh, Gallows and Anderson, and it's just uh, two people that you could do a lot with. Like, it's almost like it's like okay, we need some, we need we need bodies to look strong right now. We have these guys. Ow. No, it's it's like, like Gallows is very tall man. Carl Anderson is shredded. Like this was Woods started hot and hit a drop kick. Woods made quick work of Anderson and Biggie cleared Gallows. They hit the up up down down for a quick victory. In so they didn't seconds. get any offensive in. No, and it's like 
I just, I really don't get it. I, I don't get it. I think that they're such a talented team. They're over. They're people. There's some people like. If you don't like them as a tag team, split them up. I mean, they were really. It's so interesting to me that they were really riding off of the success of the Bullet Club with Finn and AJ, like referencing it without referencing it, letting them do the hand signals, letting them kind of say we are part of a group in Japan. But, Have the moment with DX yeah, at but, the Raw, whatever. But every step of the way, every time they've acknowledged that, except for like whenever, like for the short cups of coffee, when they team them up with Finn or AJ exclusively just for like a week, they always leave them out. Like it would have made it would have made sense if during that DX segment on Raw 25, if Gallows and Anderson had been there. Yeah. If all four of them had been there, it would have made sense. AJ, Finn, and them. I mean, well, they were, weren't they? I don't know. I, I think the Raw five, the Raw, they were, they were, they were all there. Finn and AJ. Wasn't AJ there too for them? I don't think AJ was there. Was it just Finn and Gallows and Anderson? Gallows and Anderson. I'd have to go back and look. I thought but, they were. Um, Whatever. Yeah, yeah. But it's point. not really. Yeah, I mean, they had they were the club for a while, but no, know? they never but, went all in on it. It was no. weird. It was ridiculous. And you would think that okay, let's these guys are already over in a pocket that we're kind of suffering in right now, which is the deep divers. So let's, you know. And I realized that I, I realized that Dean Ambrose uh, is a former WWE champion and a bigger part of the company, but the way they've treated the club on their way out, seemingly is why I don't believe that Dean Ambrose is actually on the way out because they're not doing that to him. They're featuring him prominently. He's losing, but... But he's still being featured prominently. Main events and Main events. I feel like there's something going on here still. Uh, So, yeah. But, yeah, I'm glad I wasn't just me that fell the way. I I literally was just like... I was like, I, I'm much like you. I was looking at my phone, and I was like, and then I looked up, and it was done. And I, I, I was just sitting there, like, are you, are you kidding me? You took them off the road, and then you brought them to SmackDown for 55 seconds to put them in there. Like, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. So they haven't even been doing house shows anymore. I don't think so. Damn, that was their bread and butter. Yeah, they I don't think cr- they're doing house they shows were anymore. Crushing house shows. Yeah, they were the house, <laughs> house show killers, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, 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 it's ridiculous. Okay, All so right, then so next, that happened. Then next was uh, New Day versus Nakamura and Rusev. This one went much longer. This one was about nine minutes and um, go back and forth. Um, nothing like to, you know, nothing like amazing or anything like that here. But it was entertaining. I felt like yeah, it was like one of those regular. It, it had the pacing of one of those standard like pre-show tag. Yeah, team like oh, when like a guy and his buddy come out and be like, oh, there's two guys we don't like. Let's <laughs> team up and then we'll fight at the end. Hundred percent how it felt. Uh, so yeah, I I uh, and I just felt like this at least showcased Rusev and Nakamura much better than the match before. Like I think if done, and this is the thing, I say if and just seeing how it's being played out, I don't see them doing it. Nakamura and Rusev could be a monster tag team if they were given attention. But just based off what we know about WWE's off odd relationship with Rusev and Lana, it doesn't seem like they're going to get that much attention on it. Well, it's weird because you say that. And honestly, I just think that you say that we we all say that every time Rusev's in a tag team, and, it's the, and the bottom line ends up being like Rusev could just be a monster act if they dedicated time to him. I think Rusev Nakamura's already good, but I really feel like Rusev has everything they want. He's huge. He's funny. He's entertaining. He's a great wrestler. He's got a good look. He's got, he's literally got everything that you w- would want out of, of a WWE star. He's like the cutout of a WWE star. I just don't get why they don't showcase him better alone. And I'm not complaining about this because I, I realize there's only so much room on the card. Yeah. And, and this point, and this point, the story was to tell about Kofi. Yes. This was all about Kofi and all about New I'm not complaining in this instance. I'm just saying as a, as an overall thing, I feel like Rusev, if they dedicated some time as well, you know, what also surprised me. And I guess maybe it's just because of the pacing of the show, there was no Kevin Owens this week. No, there was. He was part of the ringside crew of people who were cheering for Kofi. Oh, then, I mean. I mean, it doesn't count. Yeah. But, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's how quickly they showed him. It was like he was part of that random people who cheered ringside. Yeah, we're not really going to get much of Kevin Owens until after WrestleMania, I think. Mm-hmm. I, I get it, but I also I get them coming to cheer ringside, but I also feel like there's... Sh- 
there should be protecting characters in in a little bit of in like a little bit. So like that's why like, it bothered me with Becky. It bothered me having Kevin ringside, regardless of he's me a face now. And for some reason, it bothered me having Alistair Black there. Alistair Black should be like in a coffin somewhere. Like yeah. you wouldn't have seen Undertaker walk out in that moment and like cheer for the random guy winning a match. I'm kind of confused on how I want them to go forward with Alistair. Um, because I genuinely think him more than anybody else. Everybody thought it was going to be Bray, but they shit the bed with that one. Um, that he could not again. I don't know if he would reach the level that Undertaker has, but he's the next step in that whole section. Supernatural. He fills that part of the car. And I think they need to go a little more into that world. Me too. They kind of don't really like, they don't give him any, when they, they don't like, I would give him, like, you know how whenever Kane used to do a promo, they, like, it was a Kane promo. Everything was red, you know, or the uh, Stardust promo. Like, they had the, uh, the, the, the electric static thing that, like, and there was stuff around. Yep. I think they need to give Alistair promos. Like, Mankind had the boiler room. Well, I, when he was in NXT, when he first debuted in NXT, they had those really cool vignettes they did where yeah. he was, like, saying deep stuff. It was very similar to when Bray Wyatt debuted in WWE where they had these, like, cool-looking vignettes that he was talking over. Like, that would be awesome if he did those again. Yeah, and um, as much as great and as, as much as people really liking Finn and uh, – I'm Finn, I'm sorry – Alistair and Ricochet together – I would have preferred Rick Alistair to be introduced another way because to me, he's just, I don't, Alistair's not a tag guy. He never has been to me. I think that they are, I enjoy what they're, I'm enjoying the matches. I'm enjoying the matches. Yes. But I do feel like in the long term, you are doing a disservice to the Alistair Black character a little bit by not making him this lone and special, special mm-hmm. dark character. Instead, he's like already friends with someone. And yeah. To me, I feel like that does kind of go against what you take from that character. And how much longer do they introduce them as NXT guys? I don't understand. What's I think they're on. just waiting until um, shakeups, shakeups, so they can officially have another brand. Um, okay, so then we got the the New Day versus the Bar. Uh, also a good, I mean, the, this, I didn't realize that was, oh, 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 I said nine minutes to 16. That's wrong. It was total gauntlet time was nine sixteen. So it was just like a five no, minutes. The like, so then <sighs> we got like Jeez. 10 more minutes or so, or like 12, 12 more minutes with the bar. Um, good stuff. Honestly, they all have such good chemistry. Um, you're not really going to usually see a bad match from the bar. And, no, and they always it. deliver. So that was good. Um, oh, go back. There we go. And then uh, the biggest moment of the match was the Usos coming out. The Usos come down to the ring. And like I had said in the beginning, you know, when I was watching this, I get it. They're all bad guys. But like Carl Anderson and Luke Allis, for example, what motivation did they have to win this match? I know you said it was Vince, so I get it. But in my head, I was thinking, like, well, wouldn't they want Kofi to win? Like... They would want the, the person being held down to get an opportunity because they're all these held down guys. So it was bothering me the whole time. So I did like when the Uzos came out and they played off of the long, long, long rivalry they've had with New Day where it basically said, we're not doing it. We're, we, we, we respect Kofi. You win this match. I, I, I was expecting them to do this. I saw it coming. I was hoping someone was going to do yeah, this. I knew it was going to happen. That's why I didn't um, tweet frustrated about the lack of motivation. Oh, no. As soon as the Usos come out and I saw that it was taking a minute for Big E to get up, I was like, oh, they're going to they're gonna forfeit. Or I was kind of hoping that, you know, they because like, they were kind of like, get his ass up, get his ass up, because they were kind of treating like, okay, let's fucking go. You yeah. know, it doesn't matter. This is After competition. Spot, I wish I yeah, they were like, let's, this is competition. But I was kind of hoping that Big E was going to get up. And then either Jimmy or Jay just take a quick bump, just that back pump, and then Biggie just covers them. like the finger poke of doom. Yeah, status. a little like that. Yeah, yeah. I was kind of hoping for that because people this, get so mad about the finger poke of doom, like this, it has such a connotation to it. Because I agree with you, it's a different scenario. A hundred percent agree, but I think that because the finger poke of doom has such a negative connotation to it that it instantly will make people like yes, it'll bring that. There is that a reference. Sight. Yeah, yes, I think the is. forfeit is a better way of getting to that. Because it's like we're laying our sword down to you, good sir. Yeah, I mean it. It, it served its purpose either way, but I think just the whole pop would have been bigger 
if they really thought that they're, oh my God, these guys are cutthroat. Like they're ruthless. Like they won't let them get up, you know? Like, yeah. And then just does a quick, just snap like that a, bump. They pull like a Edward Norton in Fight Club where they're just like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? I just, I don't know. I just, I, I just think the reaction would have been bigger. I don't know. <laughs> but it was good. But, but, but you liked it regardless, right? Yeah. It was, it was the right decision. Definitely. It was the right, it was the right call. Okay. Well then, then uh, Daniel Bryan and Rowan come out. Then we've got New Day versus Rowan and Brian. Uh, and it, I have and, one complaint about this, okay. and I think you know what it, you might know what it is. Tell me, is they gotta stop pretending that announce desk is five thousand pounds? They gotta <laughs> stop. I did think it was a little ridiculous when this it was is the like, second time they've done this. How strong Biggie is for lifting up the table, and I'm thinking in my head like, there's some heavy ass tables in my office that I could like at least tip over. Yeah. Like you know, and you see how easy it is that it breaks. Yeah. That it's I didn't even think <laughs> I'll be honest. I didn't even think about that aspect. That you see how easily it crumbles when yes. someone falls through it. That's it true. falls when people aren't even doing a move, like when Triple H and Kurt Angle just fell like before the before the pedigree just <laughs> happened. And it's it's the second time, and in the first time I saw it happen, it drove me nuts. I forget who. I know it involved Brock or Braun, and then they, they got trapped under the. Uh, I think it was. Braun. It was right? something like it that. It was one of the two that yeah, I was like, talking about. It can't be that heavy. It can't. Uh, you, I, you would know you've actually been ringside. It's, like, how, it's is not, it not? It's not. And like, and the best is. I mean, Rowan when you take everything off of it. And Rowan, when it was slowly coming down. <laughs> no, like Austin Powers in the in the role in the uh, Steve the the, the Steve yeah, yeah. like it was like oh, <laughs> it's like move, dude. You got up to get you because he was facing the other way, yeah, and he kind of did a butt spin to lie in the other way because he was because he goes back this way, but he's like, oh wait, I'm not the right way. <laughs> <laughs> And it just, I, it's not heavy. It's not. Don't, Especially like, because a big guy. Yeah. Rowan and Orbron, like, could probably get out of, if they needed to. <laughs> yeah. No, I can understand your gripe with that one for sure. For sure. It's, I, it's not a heavy thing. It's just It's not. also, the count out victory is a little anticlimactic too. Especially like, you could pin Rowan. Yeah. Rowan could take the pin. That would, yeah. I don't know why they needed to count out Rowan unless they're trying to build him to up again to be this monster. I don't. Maybe that's why. I guess that's the only. I, I, that's a valid maybe, but I mean, you would think uh, what's different now than all the other times when you've tried to do this. That's you also know? a good point. Although when he was last in the Bludgeon Brothers, they did make the Bludgeon Brothers look very strong. It they was just the did. injury that took him out. It was, and um, again, I always laugh when I was at SummerSlam last year, and I just see the one person with that Bludgeon Brothers T-shirt. <sighs> it was wild. I mean, that's, the Bludgeon Brothers were such an. Mm. Good idea on paper, a great idea on paper, but uh, the Bludgeon Brothers very much remind me of NXT, where they had Bull Dempsey doing a Kevin Owens knockoff gimmick. It felt like, and then they signed Kevin Owens, and it was like, well, we don't really need to have Bull Dempsey when he had the, when he was carrying the chain and stuff. And he was like, no, he was like the last of a of a dying breed or whatever, and it felt very Kevin Owens ish. It was like. It felt it, it felt very Kevin Owensy, and then Kevin Owens came in, who was like the actual person he was trying to kind of like be like, and it was very not needed. So, was, who are you comparing them to? War Raiders. It was like they made Bludgeon Brothers very War Raiders, like that. where you know um, that wasn't their name before War Machine, uh, but there was like they were doing the hammer and the like, the very like you know Viking esque look, That's and then was, all of a sudden Bludgeon Brothers came around and they had the exact same look. That's why I thought Bludgeon Brothers were so weird because I wasn't sure what they were because they had the hammers, which you see the big hammers, you think Norse mythology, which is Vikings, but then you see how they come out and they come out with the headdresses and uh, the steampunk sheet mask and you're like but then what's that you know and i think that was not the only issue with the bludgeon brothers i think that was i think they didn't have an identity i just don't think you could describe them like what are they guys that carry big hammers that was all vince though vince took like 
he was like hands on from what I had heard with, with, the, Bludgeon with the Bludgeon Brothers. And it was like, he wanted this. And then it was like, well, I hate that. And then it was like, do this. Well, I hate that. And it was very much, he couldn't make up his mind as, you know, as you hear, he tends to do. And that's kind of what it all stemmed around. And who knows what's going on with Luke Harper right now? I know. I I, I hope he's part of the shakeup as well. Um, so then, okay. So then uh, New Day win. Come, uh, Co- you know, Kofi comes out. They get all happy. Everyone surrounds the ring. Positivity, power, positivity work. They show Vince. Vince says he Kofi's going to WrestleMania. But Vince's admission that Kofi's going to WrestleMania. Did feel a little anticlimactic. It was very much like a, hey, what did you say about that? And it was like, well, okay, yeah, he's going to WrestleMania. But can he win? I don't know. Got in the car. And then left, right? Was that just me? Um, I didn't see it like that. I mean, it didn't stand out to me. I'm not saying you're wrong. Um, I thought it was just kind of like, oh, because I, 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 I think it's maybe playing off that Vince maybe never was fully against them maybe he this was part maybe he did fully believe that kofi was going to do it all along i don't know it doesn't really matter at this point but um i just this is something that i always just thought was funny watching it and when kofi comes out after they win and at first he starts hugging them he starts hugging them and then he uh and then he gets in the center and says i did it (laughs) and he's like yes yeah, it's kind of. I understand that. Yes, the whole point was to make sure he got there, but it's just kind of funny that like, he didn't do anything, and then he just comes out and be like, "I can't believe it." <laughs> you know, I heard. I get it. It makes sense, but it's just a funny thing to think about. I heard it's le- for that from that moment. It's less to like set up a future heel turn for one of them, and more so the point of what all of this was about. Kinda was they at the end of the day, didn't want to necessarily like put one over the rest of the group uh, creative. And it was a way of like, well, Kofi didn't do it by himself. He had to do it with new day. Oh no. New I, day. And I think I, I get it. It makes a hundred percent sense. I, almost, I get it. But I almost wonder if they're doing that now and had new day play a part in him earning the shot for real to maybe do the Freebird rule with the WWE title after WrestleMania. That he goes, we're all champion, and huh. like, and then they all can be champion, and then like, Kofi gets his moment, but we have the first person who's ever like, I'm not, I'm not the only world champion. All three of us are the hmm. world champion. What do you think about that? I don't know. I think that'd be a really, really, really big change, obviously, because then that could apply to any team that wins the titles. But you don't really have teams win world titles a lot. No, but I mean, there are, I mean, but, it, but it's not to say that it won't happen again. Like that somebody from a team will go on and challenge and win. You know, it's happened in DX. It's happened in the NWO. It's You're uh, digging way back though. It's been a long time. Since I guess the undisputed era is like yeah. someone who's around that you can maybe say, well, then what if they come up? They're all champion. Yeah. Do you not like that? That, that idea? Um, I don't know if it's a thing that's happening. I don't like it because my mind. I don't like it because it makes more sense with a tag team because especially if it's three people, which it was the case with the with the Freebirds and then with the New Day because then you get um because they're all I mean they're a tag team you know they're still a tag team even though one of them is always on the outside um they're still competing as a tag team um one could be an alternate just in case one is hurt. Or like can't compete that night. Um, with the singles title, it was always a one person thing. You know, mm-hmm. you're not sharing it. You're sharing a t- tag title with somebody, and um, I just don't think there's a point. I'm not saying that it won't happen. I, I'm, now that you mention it, there seems like I mean, who knows? <laughs> it but, seems possible though. Once yeah. I say that, right? Yeah, but but I, I I don't think they need it. I don't think I think it's an I think it's. I think it opens up a, bit, a Pandora's box that won't be easy to close. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Well, we are done here, but I want to hear from you guys. I want to know what you thought about all this. What do you think about Oscar dropping the title? Charlotte getting her, I think it's eighth title reign now. Uh, Kofi finally going to WrestleMania. I want to know what you guys think about all of it. Hit up the comments below. Tell me what you think. I want to read it. I read all of them. I appreciate all of them. Uh, even the ones that are saying mean things about me. I check them all out. So make sure you go down there and make sure you uh, fire off about all these different things. And also while you're here, make sure you like the video. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Make sure you share the video if, if you enjoyed it. 
it. Um, don't dislike the video because that's just rude. But yeah, if you like it, please share it. Please subscribe. Please do all that stuff. Also, if you're already on YouTube, youtube.com slash C slash wrestling sheet. But you want to listen to the audio while you're working out or driving or cooking or making love, then make sure you subscribe on all the audio feeds as well. It's Wrestling Sheet Radio on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, all the major podcast platforms. And make sure you check out ProWrestlingSheet.com daily for all the top stories of the week. Jamie, where can people find you at? You don't. You and Erica don't listen to past episodes during. While we're making love? (laughs) Yeah, okay. I just hope hope not. Anyway. No, I just like to put that out in the universe because I hope someone else likes to listen to me during that. Mm. Um, <laughs> you can find me at, on Twitter at J-A-M-I-E underscore I-O-V-I-N-E or on Instagram at J-A-M-I-E-I-O-V-I-N-E or every other Sunday at the Championship Wrestling from Hollywood tapings where I manage the current television champion, champion Royce Isaacs, the current tag team champions Double Platinum, and my newest signee, Heather Monroe. Or tune into the network, the shopping network that I run, that I've developed with my buds. That's um, new exclusive drops. We have a pretty heavy April coming up. So if you want to get some exclusive dope products that you can't get anywhere else from people like Antonio Brown, Family Guy, uh, Game of Thrones, tune in. This is going to be a heavy, heavy, heavy April. NTWRK. Game of Thrones? Mm-hmm. Ooh, I got to get for girls, that. though. Ah, oh, damn. <laughs> yeah, I threw in the making love thing to make sure you were still paying attention. Well, I guess, I mean, again. I don't want to put it just for girls. I mean, anybody can do makeup, I suppose. You Good know? point. Good yeah. point. Okay, that's it. We're done. Officially tapping out. Until next time, stay out of the dirt and keep your eye on the sheet. ProWrestlingSheet.com Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. When was the last time you thought about your batteries? I mean, that's what they do, right? Stay unnoticed, unseen, shoved in a battery compartment, and click, your stuff works. But you're going to be thinking about this one. Duracell Optimum, the battery that can make your devices work even better than copper top. Toothbrushes, faster. Screwdrivers, faster. RC cars, yeah. An upgrade without upgrading. So just this one time, do you and your devices a favor and upgrade to the power of Duracell Optimum. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.